Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Ever heard the saying, misery loves company? Some say it means that unhappy people like sharing their troubles with other unhappy people. They commiserate. But others say it means that unhappy people want everyone else to be unhappy too, so they can feel better about themselves. Well, in today's story, we'll find a whole new meaning for this expression— when misery comes to life. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called Misery Loves Company. It's inspired by tales told in the Eastern European countries of Poland and Ukraine. Some really great people came together to bring you our folktale, including Joshua Molina, Samin Nosrat, and Rishikesh Hirway. Joshua Molina is an actor who has starred in The West Wing and Scandal. He also co-hosts the podcast Chutzpod. Samin Nosrat is the author of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, and host of the Netflix series by the same name. Both Joshua and Samin have co-hosted podcasts, The West Wing Weekly and Home Cooking, with Rishikesh Hirway, who also hosts the podcast and Netflix original series, Song Exploder. So circle around, everyone. For Misery Loves Company. On a winding lane in a quiet village, there lived two neighboring farmers, Oleg and Oleksandra. Oleg and Oleksandra both had apple trees in their front yards and vegetable gardens in the back. Both had barns for cows and coops for chickens. But that is where the similarities ended. You see, the apple trees in Oleg's yard produced bushels of shiny red fruit. Look at all these apples. I'll be baking pies for months. But the apples on Oleksandra's trees were meager and pale. Ugh! One measly apple, and it's sour as a lemon. Oleg's garden was bursting with massive pumpkins and cabbages. Good golly! This one here's as big as a wash basin. Yet Oleksandra's garden wouldn't grow a thing. For Pete's sake! Not even a sprout today? Not even one? Oleg's cows were plump and healthy. My word. With the milk these cows produce, I could open an ice cream parlor. Alexandra's cows, meanwhile, were skinny as a beanpole. Heavens to Betsy! I haven't seen a single drop of milk in weeks! Oleg's chickens laid more eggs than he could count. Sixty-three. Sixty-four. Sixty-five. Uh-oh! Make that sixty-six! But Alexandra was lucky if she collected a dozen eggs a month. Not even one egg today, Rosie? Nor you, Ruby? Nothing? In short, it was as if Oleg had all the good luck, and Alexandra had all the bad, and it nearly brought the poor farmer to tears. Ugh, no matter what I do, I just can't seem to catch a break. With everything on my farm failing, I have nothing to eat, nothing to sell at market. Unlike my neighbor, Oleg, who seems to possess more good fortune than I could ever dream of. Maybe I'll ask him for advice. But when Alexandra went down the lane and paid Oleg a visit... 
So, let me get this straight, Alexandra. You want me to give you advice? Well, that's what I was hoping. Just a little guidance. Neighbor to neighbor, farmer to farmer. (sighs) Look, Alexandra, even if I wanted to, I couldn't give advice to someone like you. Why not? Well, look at you, neighbor. Look at your pathetic apple trees, your dismal garden, your bony cows, your eggless chickens. It's clear that misery follows you wherever you go, and I suspect it always will. But hey, with misery always hanging around, at least you'll never be lonely, right? After all, you know what they say, misery loves company. So it seems. Thanks for your time, neighbor. Alexandra's heart was heavy as she trudged away from Oleg's house and headed back toward her farm. Well, that didn't do a bit of good. Not only did Oleg refuse to help me, he flat out made fun of me. But maybe he's right. Maybe misery will always follow me wherever I go. Oh, not maybe, Alexandra. Definitely. Alexandra stopped in her tracks. What? Who said that? I did. Look behind you. Slowly, Alexandra turned her head. Standing behind her was a man dressed all in black. Black jacket, black boots, black cape, black hat. He even had a bushy black mustache. I'm sorry, but do I know you? Do you know me? Do you know me? Of course you know me, Alexandra. But I've never seen your face before. Perhaps not, but you've certainly seen my handiwork. Your pathetic apple trees. Your dismal garden. Your bony cows. Your eggless chickens. You have me to thank for all of them. Why, I've been keeping you company for years. And if there's one thing I love, it's company. Upon hearing those words, Alexandra's blood ran cold. Wait a minute. You're not... Misery? That's precisely who I am. Alexandra's heart hammered in her chest. So you're Misery? The one who's been ruining my life? And making me utterly, absolutely, downright... Miserable? Yes, that's me. I'm very good at my job. But haven't you had enough already? My farm is in shambles. My life is in shambles. Oh, I'll never have enough, Alexandra. Wherever you go, I will follow. I plan on staying with you forever and ever. In a panic, Alexandra took off down the road at a full sprint, but within seconds... You can't run away from me. Misery was by her side. So Alexandra raced into a field and climbed up a tree. But just as she reached the top... You can't climb away from me. Misery was by her side again. Alexandra tried swimming across a stream. You can't swim away from me. Jumping over a hedgerow. You can't jump away from me. Till finally she found herself in a clearing in the forest, right next to a deep cave. Alexandra plopped down on a fallen log. Misery plopped down beside her. That was an admirable chase, Alexandra. But I told you, I'm staying with you forever. Wherever you go, I will follow. Alexandra's heart was racing, but so was her mind. She knew she must find a way to get rid of misery once and for all. 
And suddenly, as she glanced around the forest, she knew exactly what that way would be. What do you think Alexandra's big idea is? Will she find a way for Misery to no longer keep her company? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with super fans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today our story is called Misery Loves Company. Before the break, Misery was quite literally keeping Alexandra company. But after Misery chased Alexandra to a clearing beside a cave, the farmer suddenly knew how she would get rid of Misery once and for all. So, Misery, you said before that wherever I go, you will follow? Absolutely. I plan on keeping you company forever. In that case, I might as well lock myself up in this deep, dark cave here. I can't think of anything more miserable than that. Oh, living out your days in a deep, dark cave would be miserable indeed. The deeper... And darker, the better. Alexandra smiled. How right you are. Given that you're the expert on all things miserable, would you mind stepping inside the cave and checking it out? Make sure it's as deep and dark as possible? I wouldn't mind at all. With a flick of his cape, Misery sprang into the cave. The moment he did, do you know what Alexandra did? She grabbed a great big stone and pushed it over the cave's entrance. Alexandra, what are you doing? Then Alexandra grabbed another stone. Alexandra. And another. Alexandra. Until the cave's mouth was blocked off completely. Ha! You see that misery? With these stones covering the cave's entrance, there's no way you can keep me company again. Now my fortune is bound to change. And wouldn't you know it, it did. And right away, when Alexandra got back to her house, the first thing she noticed was how her apple trees were loaded with shiny red apples. Whoa! 
The next thing she noticed was how her vegetable garden was teeming with massive pumpkins and cabbages. Wow! The next thing she noticed was how full her cow's udders were. What? And the last thing she noticed was the great big pile of eggs each of her chickens was sitting on. Whee! Now that Oleksandra's farm was thriving, she had plenty to eat and plenty to sell at the market. Soon she made enough money to plant an orchard of apple trees, to add corn and potato plants to her garden, to buy another handful of cows, and to build her chickens a brand new coop. But every morning, before she went to market, she'd make her way to the clearing beside the deep, dark cave to make sure the entrance was still blocked with stones. Thank goodness. Everything is where it should be. What's in this cave will stay in this cave, and my good fortune will continue. Meanwhile, down the lane from Oleksandra's farm, Oleg noticed his neighbor's newfound prosperity and was burning with curiosity and confusion. What on earth has become of Oleksandra's pathetic apple trees and her dismal garden, her bony cows, her eggless chickens? Somehow misery is keeping her company no longer. I must investigate. The next morning, Oleg hid behind a fence as Oleksandra started off for the market. Oleg followed close behind as Oleksandra made an unexpected detour and headed in to the forest. The forest? Why is Oleksandra going into the forest? No matter, I will follow. When Oleksandra reached the clearing, Oleg jumped behind a bush. He watched as Oleksandra walked up to the cave and inspected the stones. Wonderful! The stones are still stacked as tight as can be. What's in this cave will remain in this cave, and my good fortune will continue. As Oleksandra turned and left the forest, Oleg stayed behind and clapped his hands with glee. Now I get it. Oleksandra has stumbled upon a trove of treasure, and she's hiding it inside that cave. She put the stones in front of the entrance so that nobody will go inside and steal her gold. Well, neighbor, your good fortune is about to be mine. Once Oleg was certain Alexandra was gone, he jumped out from behind the bush. He ran to the cave's entrance and began removing the stones one by one. Uh, uh, there you go. And now this one. Ooh, and... This one. And the moment he removed the final stone... There. Who should come leaping out of the cave? Why, hello. But misery! Olek was dumbfounded. Who are you? Oh, don't you know? Now that you've freed me from this cave, I'm your new best friend. Or new worst friend, perhaps. Either way, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And thus it was that misery moved in with Oleg. He poisoned his apple trees, he dried up his garden, he cursed his cows and put a spell on his chickens. Wherever Oleg went, misery followed. Because after all, if there's one thing misery loves, it's company. Now it's your turn. Life is full of ups and downs. 
Sometimes we feel amazing, sometimes we feel downright miserable. When we're feeling sad and blue, it can be hard to think about all the good things in life. So to help you remember, you can make your very own good things jar. First, find a jar. Then cut out some strips of paper. On each strip, write down one good thing in your life. It could be your favorite food, your favorite animal, a treasured friend, a treasured memory. Use as many strips as you can to write as many good things as you can. And next time you're having a rough go of it, pick a strip of paper from your good things jar and read it. If you're feeling down, it may very well help cheer you up. This week's story, Misery Loves Company, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's supervising producer, Amory Sievertson. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Grown-ups, you can print out more than 165 coloring pages on our website, wbor.org slash circle round. Special thanks to this week's actors, Rishikesh Hirway, Joshua Molina, and Samin Nosrat. Rishikesh Hirway is a singer-songwriter whose latest album is Rooms I Used to Call My Own. He's also the host and creator of the podcast and Netflix original series, Song Exploder. He loved keeping Samin Nosrat company as co-host of their podcast, Home Cooking. And he loved keeping Joshua Molina company as co-host of their podcast, The West Wing Weekly. Joshua Molina is also an actor whose TV credits include The West Wing and Scandal. He currently co-hosts the podcast, Chutzpod. And Samin Nosrat is the author of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat and hosts the Netflix series by the same name. Our featured instrument this week was the accordion. You can learn more about this box-shaped instrument with bellows and see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing one on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Want to help us spread the circle round word? Please give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app and tell your friends to follow us wherever they get their podcasts. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. Hi, my name is Vin. I'm from Pittsburgh, PA. And my favorite circle around story is the woman and the moon. My favorite part is when one of the girls falls from the sky. Hi, my name is Sage, and I'm from Bagley, Minnesota. And my favorite circle around story is Song of the Horse because I like the part where Suho sings to his horse. My name is Shay. I live in Huntington Beach, California. My favorite circle round is Porcupine's plan. I like the part when Porcupine gets um, the sun and the moon back from the Earth King. Hi, my name is Wesley. My favorite circle is Fire and Water Circle. And my favorite part is when they get the fire and the sun back. Hi, my name is Sinus. I'm from California. My favorite circle round story is the tug of war. And my favorite part is where turtle tricks hippo and elephant to tug of war themselves. My name is Ellie and I'm from Winnipeg. My favorite circle round story is the basilisk's stare because I like the part where the girl turns the basilisk into stone. 
Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts. <laughs>